of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member? For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a Swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Nestor Aparicio from WNST Radio in Baltimore. How are you, Nestor? I don't feel hot on the hotline. Everything feels cold. <laughs> it's, winter, you know. it's a little chilly this weekend, too, uh, in Cleveland as the Ravens and the Browns uh, square off. And, Nestor, uh, we've waited a, a long time, uh, you know, if you're a Cleveland Browns fan, for Deshaun Watson to play quarterback. Two games in now, he'll be playing for the third time against the Ravens. Question is, who will the Ravens be sending out in quarterback opposite Deshaun Watson this Sunday? Do you know yet? Not Lamar Jackson. Uh, we're pretty sure of that. Uh, at this point, look, I mean, Harbaugh in the postgame in Pittsburgh on Sunday said that it's the strangest thing that, you know, all these years in when these guys are having brain injuries, like serious brain injuries and all the research, we still have the jock coach say, he can recite every month backwards in, in order. Can you do that? Uh, I, I mean, he's out. He's been on the practice field, at least in the early part of the week. It's already an abbreviated schedule. Everything gets moved back a day with the Saturday game uh, coming off the Steelers game, which is a pretty physical game for the Ravens, always is. Um, I would think they're going to move, you know, hell and earth to, to get uh, Tyler Huntley to play, Snoop Huntley, who has played a couple of games last year, was one and four as a starter last year, got knocked out of the game, took a vicious hit in the uh, uh, in the secondary in the Steelers game on Sunday, uh, wobbled off the field, and a guy named Anthony Brown played, who was a uh, undrafted free agent, rookie uh, out of Oregon. Uh, he came in on the one-yard line and led the team on a 99-yard drive, mainly running the football. And the Ravens had a lot of trouble running the football, especially with Ronnie Stanley, their their $100 million left tackle, is not playing. Stanley's been in and out of the lineup this year, a lot out, and he missed all of last year uh, with, with an ankle injury. Um, and he, he got rolled on a couple of weeks ago, missed a couple games, but he, he got back in, into the lineup on Sunday. They were missing Zeitler in their uh, offensive rotation last week as well. They're banged up to some degree. I mean, obviously, when you don't have your starting quarterback, everything is sort of haywire. But I can give you some good news, too. I mean, Roquan Smith's a guy that, wasn't on the team six weeks ago that, you know, you add that sort of talent, a lottery pick kind of guy that's going to cost a lot of money in the offseason to keep around. He made a huge play on Mitch Trubisky in the interception on Sunday. Uh, but Patrick Queen has played better on the defensive side. And in general, they're getting healthier. That's harder to say with Lamar Jackson being out, but they're getting more guys to the field. J.K. Dobbins, who you guys are very familiar with at Ohio State, uh, doesn't, He's not a 100%. I mean, he got caught from behind in the game against Pittsburgh on a breakaway to the middle, but he's back playing. Uh, Gus Edwards is back playing. Mark Andrews, who had been out, is back playing. Kyle Hamilton, who was their first-round draft pick, a safety out of Notre Dame, uh, he missed some weeks. He's back playing. So they are getting bodies back onto the field, but it's not going to be Lamar Jackson. You're going to get second string or third string. Anybody in that uh, backfield that's not – Kenyon Drake's got to be an improvement to that running game. Let's talk about the throwing game there. You know, Demarcus Robinson, Duvernay, Mark Andrews seems to have, I don't want to say fallen off recently, but what's going on there with their fantastic tight end? He was injured. I mean, he injured his shoulder about six weeks ago and missed a couple games. And 
I don't think he's right. You know, I was at his locker on Sunday after the game in Pittsburgh. I mean, I'm not sensing that he's 100%, but keep in mind, this offense is not 100% right now. They haven't had the same running backs in games at all. They haven't had Ronnie Stanley all the time, some of the time. They had a, a, the, the center, a Tyler Lindenbaum from, from Iowa, rookie center, first-round draft pick. He was a little dinged up as well. So they've had issues, but Rashad Bateman's their first-round draft pick, wide receiver. He's not on the field. He's gone for the year. Uh, Hollywood Brown was running around for the Arizona Cardinals the other night. They dealt him off on draft day mm-hmm. so they could draft Linderbaum. Um, they have a receiver issue. And th- this is even when things are functioning 100% and Lamar's right and the running backs are right, we still never had a grip on a true passing attack here. And, you know, it's Christmas time, and they really don't have a passing game. Um, even when Lamar was playing, they didn't have a passing game. Part of that is, I mean, they imported Deshaun Watson. They, or excuse me, Deshaun Watson, that's your guy. Deshaun Jackson, uh, they signed him three, four weeks ago to be a deep threat. He's caught a handful of balls. He did make one big play in a game three weeks ago. Um, but Demarcus Robinson's another guy that you're familiar with, but certainly not a one, questionable as to whether he's a two, and they're relying on him now. So, And relying on a backup quarterback to do all of this at the, at the very at the most, it'll be a backup quarterback who, on his best day, I think he would be hard-pressed to be a starting quarterback in the league. I mean, if you've seen Tyler Huntley play, no one is going to be beating down their, uh, the door to sign him as a starting quarterback in this league. He's a nice complimentary look for Lamar when Lamar's not in. Uh, but Anthony Brown did a nice job as a third-string quarterback, and, and they showed a lot of confidence in him. But we are... I don't want to say scraping the bottom of the barrel here, but there's not a lot going on offensively for the Ravens this week as they come into Cleveland. How are they winning games then? What's been the recipe for them to still be tied for first place in the AFC North with the Cincinnati Bengals? Defense has gotten a lot better uh, than what you would remember. I mean, you add Roquan Smith in. Uh, Marcus Peters has, has been less than advertised. Marlon Humphrey had a really rough game in Pittsburgh, but has been pretty good most of the year. Patrick Queen has become much, much better with Roquan Smith. Also, since the beginning of the year, um, JPP is, is rushing the quarterback 12, 15 times a game. Justin Houston some weeks has found himself. They've gotten Tyus Bowser back out onto the field. who was injured in the last game of last year. He made it back. So the pass rush has been better. The run stopping has been much better. They they got a kid named Travis Jones in the middle, Matt Abike. Uh, They've they've gotten more stout and a little younger. You may remember Brandy Williams and Chris Canty and some of those guys. But Calais Campbell's still a big part of this. He blocked a field goal last week. They've had big plays. You know, they they had three picks off of Mitch Trubisky. Two of them came when they were in the red zone and, you know, down in the field goal range. I mean, the Steelers left points on the board through interceptions and Errant passes by Mitch Trubisky. He wasn't the starting quarterback last week. I mean, they, they want Pickett to be the one that's playing in Pittsburgh, and he got hurt. So it really was the slobber knocker of a backup second-string versus third-string quarterback on a gloomy day in Pittsburgh, 16-14. I mean, it's exactly what it sounds like it was. The Ravens are really struggling to move the football, and their defense is matching that by playing strong and taking the ball away. This defense, every time Chubb runs the ball, they're going to be chopping at it. All of these guys seek to punch the football. Sometimes they miss tackles because of that, but they all are trying to get the ball on the ground. The best chance for this team to win, it almost goes back to Ed Reed and Ray Lewis, Earl Suggs 15 years ago. The best chance for them to win on Sunday, a couple turnovers, kick a couple field goals, 
you know, not make mistakes, not be in bad down and distances so that you can control the ball a little bit. But if this team finds itself in third and 12 and third and 50, I mean, you know, they're going to be turning the ball over. And this is an opportunity for the Browns to bloody their nose. I mean, the Browns are favored in this game, and I, I don't have much to recommend the Ravens other than if their defense takes the ball away to Sean Watson takes. Happy to have with us on the hotline, Nestor Aparicio. Follow him on Twitter, at WNST. It's WNST Radio. They're in Baltimore. Uh, what's the talk, if at all, been about facing Deshaun Watson for the first time as a member of the Cleveland Browns? Well, I mean, I spent long stretches of the offseason talking about his issues when he was still in Houston. And obviously what, uh, you know, your, your ownership did, uh, not only in regard to giving him all the money and whatever the jurisprudence and your beliefs about his massage uh, escapades and uh, sexual harassment, and all, all, on and on, sexual assault, all the way down. We talked about that as much as anyone because it really affected our franchise, right? Uh, Lamar Jackson represents himself, wants a contract. That is the contract that he is holding as a standard at this point uh, over the Ravens' heads. Bashadi does not want to, you know, Bashadi's like, hey, that's Jimmy Haslam. He's the worst owner in the league. I'm not, I'm not doing the, the dumb deals that he did, right? But Carolina was ready to give him a lot of money. You know, obviously Atlanta was ready to give him money. He had a divorce with Matt Ryan over all that. New Orleans was involved. So he was going to land somewhere. I, I don't know how your fan base feels about having this, this gentleman be your quarterback or the face of the franchise. But, I mean, here in Baltimore, it was talked about a lot off the field. This is a week you talk about it on the field, right? Like, this is a week where he's earning all this money and – is there to save your franchise and is there to be a leader and is there to be the leader for the next couple of years. Uh, it's obviously gotten off to a rocky start. It's not normal that Jacoby Brissett did not play poorly. And really the issues for the Browns are on the defensive side of the ball, not the offensive side of the ball. Um, you guys have been privy to that all year long. I, I guess the story here is, oh, he's playing this week. And the story here for Ravens fans is, is how this team hasn't looked good. And they're 9-4. and four. And that's gaudy. That's a big number. But no one here really believes that this team is capable of, in January, beating Miami, Kansas City, Cincinnati, Buffalo, pick two or three of them in any order, anywhere you want to play them, mainly on the road, and thinking that this team right now is good enough to do that. So I don't know if there's a huge focus on Deshaun Watson, other than there was plenty of focus in the offseason. And everyone, you know, his crimes and misdemeanors are, are well-read and well written about and, and researched, and um, it's kind of appalling that the league and that the Browns and that, you know, that this guy's playing football and Colin Kaepernick's not, right? Like, in that general sense of where they view right and wrong and what puts you on the field and what takes you off the field and what makes you, uh, you know, a kryptonite for the ownership or, um, and, you know, it's just a, the league, and I'm in my own situation in Baltimore in regard to media and press credentials and how the league operates, it's Deshaun Watson is the face, along with Daniel Snyder, of what's wrong with the NFL. And I think that that's, that should be obvious to everybody in Cleveland and out, uh, honestly. I mean, that this guy got this money and is playing, is um, it circumvents the whole system of, of its integrity, really. Nestor Aparicio, our guest, talking Ravens-Browns. What is the situation with Lamar Jackson, will he return in time for the playoffs? And is that the goal, just to get in, whether it's division winner, wild card, and turn it back over to Lamar Jackson? Well, I talk about this a lot, Kenny, on my show, and I guess in regard to 
a league that owns gambling, is in on the dice game, sanctions the dice game, officiates the dice game, and decides who wins, right? And they put out these injury reports that are designed, at least if John Harbaugh's writing it, it's designed to dupe you, right? Every week last year, Lamar was week to week to week to week to week. He wasn't going to play, right? I mean, he wasn't right. This is a PCL injury to his knee, to his leg. Um, he's certainly not right. Uh, he was in the locker room in Pittsburgh and on the field the other day, but not close to playing from what we understand, certainly not practicing or thinking about practicing. And with the team being 9-4, and four, they play Atlanta on Christmas Eve next Saturday. So this is a division game and a conference game. This is a little more important. That Atlanta game may become not important at all. They have a game in hand on Cincinnati. They would need to beat them anyway in the end and win the division. So that Cincinnati game that they have on the 8th of January, where they play Pittsburgh again on the 1st. So seeing Lamar really is about their tolerance for losing football games, resting him. And look, guys, I mean, his wheels are his game. If he is 80%, he's a mere mortal. He's probably worse than a mere mortal. He's probably a target at 80%, right? So if he's not 100% and they want to run him 12 to 15 times to beat the Buffalo Bills or to beat the Kansas City Chiefs on an 18-degree night in Kansas City or a 28-degree snowy night in Buffalo, like the things they're going to have to do to win football games back-to-back-to-back in the road in January are going to absolutely, and you'll see this this week when you see Tyler Huntley run around, right? He's not going to look like a playoff quarterback to you because he's not, right? Uh, Lamar's special. Lamar's different. Lamar's one of one. He's only that when he can run the football. And, and Kenny, this has led me to why other teams didn't draft Lamar and why I was squeamish when I was out there in Canton, Ohio with you guys down there yeah. at the Don Scott Stadium in the field. And, you know, they're, they're running around. Lamar's running in the linebackers in that Hall of Fame game. The first game he ever played, they played the Bears when Ray Lewis went in the Hall of Fame five years ago. And he's running heads up into linebackers in the, in, the, in the Hall of Fame game in August, or actually late July, I think it was, right? So, and I thought to myself, this is not sustainable. This is not, what is this going to look like four or five years from now after he's run the ball 600, 800 times in the league? What's this going to look like every November, every December, when they need him and he's out running the ball 14 times two weeks ago? Uh, you know, to win a game because we've seen this when they're in trouble in the third quarter or the fourth quarter and they're down by three or seven or 10 or they're up by two and they need to score. Lamar runs the ball. That, that's their best play. He is still their best play. Lamar left, Lamar right, RPO. Maybe I take the ball. Maybe I give it to someone. Maybe I deep back. Maybe I throw it. But Lamar being able to do Lamar things, they are not a very good football team if he can't do that. Seriously, they're not going to beat any of those teams in January if he's not on his game doing what he does running the football. The pass game might be there, it might not be. To your point, you're worried about Mark Andrews. I'm worried about who the passing, who the wide receivers are and getting guys healthy. And more importantly, and I would say this to anyone, Ronnie Stanley playing is the difference maker. Like He is a difference maker left tackle, and he's not been right. When he's in there, they can run the ball. When he's not, they can't, and they certainly can't protect Lamar, and they don't have great weapons. So I'm going through the laundry list of all that ails a 9-4 and four football team, right? Like, like, they're in really good shape, but then they got to go win games in January. And when it comes time to winning games, beating Joe Burrow in Cincinnati, 
to get there, which they're going to have to do on the 8th of January, and then everything that happens after that, whether it's the Dolphins coming to Baltimore, the Titans coming to Baltimore, the, the, the Ravens going to Kansas City or Buffalo, winning those games in January is going to take a, a much healthier version of Lamar Jackson and a much more sophisticated, dynamic offense than what we've seen here the last month, month and a half. I agree with you on a lot of what you just said, and that's why I was shocked he was betting on himself uh, because the injury thing you knew, like uh, you were talking about, is going to happen. Eventually it's going to happen. And the best of uh, – we always use this saying on this show, uh, Nestor, the best ability is availability. And if you're not available, don't care how great you are athlete, but if you can't play, uh, you can't help me. And so I was shocked that he didn't sign some type of contract, even though it wasn't what he wanted. Um, and now we'll see if anybody's willing to give him the big bucks uh, after this season. Nestor, we're up well, against a great... they can tag him. You, you know what I mean? Like That's true. One year. Trade and, you know, the Tampa Bay job looks to maybe be available. He understands his tax bracket in Florida. He's a warm-weather quarterback. There's no doubt. He does not like the cold. You can look at him and see it on like cold. So all of this being said, the notion that this team's going to be in Phoenix in the Super Bowl eight weeks from now, I, I you know, that, that would be a hell of a book, Kenny. Uh, it really would be. I mean, you're seeing a pretty good team on Saturday, but they're not 9-4 and four good. Not right now. They're not, not as comprised. Great stuff as always, Nestor. Thanks for making time for us. Enjoy the game on Saturday, all right? My time is your time, Kenny Rhodes. It's always good to be with you. And uh, I'm sorry I'm not going to get to Tremont for the cookies here this year, but I hope you guys have a, have a very Merry Christmas and a Happy Holiday.